This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, my friends. I'm here with my awesome buddy, Roy, who also doubles as my agile mind to tell me what to do in the world of agile. <laughs> Roy, is that agile? Telling someone what yeah, to do? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. it's been a while. How are you doing, Roy? I'm doing very well, fellow. How about you? I can't complain. I can't complain. It only gets better when I collaborate with my buddy Roy here. So, Roy, we are going to be talking about a topic that you and I are both very passionate about. Oh, yeah. And it's the topic of scaling. So mm-hmm. what exactly is it when someone says scaling? Yeah, so uh, it's got a lot of different topics related to scaling, and a lot of people don't actually truly understand what scaling is all about. The basic idea is that when you have more complex environments where you need more capacity, more people to do the work or bigger programs or projects, then you need to make sure that we have ways of communicating across our teams and that we're scaling Agile up to meet the larger demand and larger capacity requests. That's what scaling is all about. It sounds really easy, right? Just get a bunch of teams together and (laughs) you start working and then all kinds of bad things start happening, don't they, Phil? Horrible things, Roy. And, you know, people often think that they can just badger people into a room and tell them what to do and say, this is the framework, the chosen framework, thou shalt use it. And they try to force things on people. But you have done more intelligent, to borrow the word from us, our seminar, Roy, is common sense scaling. So give us the high level about what, what common sense scaling is and how it's different from the kind of draconian rule scaling that we're seeing these days. Yeah, and, and the main thing about you know a more common sense approach is that it's not just about processes. It's not about here's a date, drive to that date, everybody get in a room together, like you said, and, and get this work done. It's not about that. You got to bring people along. So it's the people aspect of scaling as well. So when we're talking about scaling, it's, you know, we got some frameworks we got to put in place. We got some cross-team communication, but most importantly, we got to bring the behaviors of how to scale and how to communicate well with each other. Um, another thing that we're going to talk, we're going to talk more about it in our session is the, uh, the, the, the most organizations, they say, well, we've got a lot of, a lot of work. We've got a, need a lot of capacity. So naturally we've got these complex problems. We need a complex process to manage those complex problems. Well, okay. You could do that. Uh, or you might choose another approach. And what I like to do is I like to descale first. So maybe we can reduce complexity. Mm. Talk about some techniques about how to do that. Reduce the complexity first, then maybe you don't need these complex processes. Right? Maybe you can make it lighter weight and simpler. And that's really what we want to get to. Simple approaches, lean approaches, re- reducing waste, not about the process. It's more about the human beings and how we get people to talk well to each other. Right, Phil? I love it, Roy. And you know, when people use the term scaling agile, because I learned this from you, agile is a mindset. For the longest time, I mean, I'm I went for all sorts of trainings and they'll say agile is a, is a framework or agile is a methodology until I started working with you and you started coaching and saying it's a mindset primarily. So I'm very careful when people say just scale agile, get one of these frameworks and scale agile. I'm like, you know, agile is a mindset. So when you're talking about scaling, like you said, you got to talk about people first. 
and the people behind the mindset, not just, oh, here's an off the shelf thing that's going to work. But Roy, there's a lot of confusion in industry because people see so many scaling flavors. So what oh, yeah. I want to do real quick is bring up one of the, the more famous pages of the Agile Practice Guide. And maybe you can help us at a, a super high level. I know we're going more into it on Saturday, mm -hmm. but maybe at a super high level, just speak to the general concepts around having a team method, the purple ones, versus having these gold buttons, off-the-shelf buttons, uh, and anything that you, you have to say about them. Yeah, so, so the, the team level kind of methodologies like Kanban, Scrum, XP, these kinds of approaches, they're very focused on delivering quality product, getting the team together, making sure that they can mature properly, all these kinds of things. And, and Kanban especially is about flow of work and making sure we're eliminating waste and, and things like that. Highly useful when we're talking about delivering, but it's more than just that. We also need to think about how do we scale up where we have multiple teams delivering together so they're not going off in all these different kinds of directions. And most importantly, Phil, we need to make sure that the teams have the same set of priorities. Mm -hmm. How many times have you been on projects where you've got a list of things you got to get done and you've got another team sitting over there that doesn't have the same priority list as you do? Now you got to wait for them. And now you, and guess what happens? Escalations, escalations, escalations. None of that is good. Mm -hmm. That's where some of these frameworks come into play. Now, some of the idea with these frameworks is that we get teams to talk with each other. We have common planning activities that happen across the teams. And uh, we make sure that we are, um, you know, getting those teams to talk together and get the same priorities. Now, as you kind of have on this chart here, you got some really, some relatively simple approaches, lightweight approaches, all the way up to perhaps some more prescriptive, you know, heavier weight kinds of approaches like scrum of scrums is this, the first let is level one of scaling. Mm -hmm. And all that really is, is a synchronization meeting across teams, really, really simple stuff. And, you know, quite honestly, a lot of, a lot of organizations, that's all they need, right? You don't need big heavyweight practices all the time. Sometimes just a simple process is okay. But then you get a little bit further to the right where maybe you've got more complexity, you've got more teams, and you need to, you sometimes do need to put more process on top and more framework on top. So let's go to the full extreme here. Let's talk mm -hmm. about safe. Now, SAFE is probably the most famous, the most popular approach for scaling teams. It's also the heaviest approach to scaling teams. It has got lots and lots of prescription. It's got lots and lots of practices. And you got to follow the rules or you're not doing SAFE. Uh, I'm, I'm, right now, I'm not putting SAFE down. I'm just saying this is the way SAFE works, right? There's a lot of prescription, a lot of stuff to learn. The, does, the idea behind SAFE is that when you have very, very large organizations, a lot of complexity. It has a huge amount of specificity about how you would do certain things, run programs, and scale upward from team level all the way up to the portfolio. So just, you know, if you if it's you have a simple environment, stay in the purple. Maybe mm -hmm. scrum and scrums at most. If you got a lot more complex, then you're going to start sliding to the right. Right, Phil? Absolutely, Roy. And to be quite honest, you know, we have some colorful videos out there on this topic. If people are super sleuths, they can go find those videos. But uh, let's talk about a couple more interesting ones. So I'll be talking about a little bit about Nexus. It, it, it's very uh, lightweight, but Roy, Spotify model. What do you have to say? That's what you can see. It's clearly kept outside of the box. Yeah, because I laugh every time I hear Spotify model. <laughs> uh, so 
the Spotify model, they, you know, when Spotify first came out and they were, you know, scaling up and they were building out their organization, they did some really cool stuff. They had, you know, names like tribes instead of teams and they did and guilds and all kinds of fun stuff. It's, you know, it's a creative, it's interesting. And the way they set it up was actually quite well, but they set it up for how Spotify works. Spotify is a single product company. You know, it, unless you are a a small single product Swedish organization, you wouldn't do the Spotify model, right? First thing is, there is no Spotify model. This is what Spotify did at the time. It's not what Spotify is doing anymore. So how can you call it the Spotify model? It doesn't exist, right? So if you want to steal some of the names, cool, go for it. If you want to be inspired by some of the, the cool things they did, go for it. Absolutely have fun. But don't say we're doing this mod Spotify model. You just sound silly. There is no <laughs> such thing. Stop it, right? Do yourself a favor. Do something else, right? Oh, dear. Oh, my goodness. Well, that is just a tip of the iceberg, my friends. If you want to know more about agile scaling, you know, even saying it, it it's, it's troublesome because I know it's a mindset. But people say scaling agile. Anyway, we'll talk about this a lot more. For those of you that want to sign up and hear Roy really just go in on this topic, you need to go on down to agileaficionado.com on the screen. You can see Agile Aficionado, Saturday, July 16th from 10 a.m. Eastern to 12 p.m. Eastern. My PSD friends, come on now. You can get up at 7 and join us to go in on this stuff, all right? 10 a.m. Eastern to 12 p.m. Eastern. Roy, any further comments about the kind of audience and who should attend this seminar? People that are interested in more than just what a single team would do or a couple of teams would do. These are people that might be interested in program level activities, what a port, an agile portfolio looks like, which is very different. Agile portfolio or agile program, very different than what you're used to. So people that are interested in more than just the team delivery side, the program managers and folks and portfolio managers, those are the kind of people that we really want to be interested in have come to this. You'll get a lot of good information about how to manage a portfolio of work and not just give a team a backlog, right? Awesome, awesome. And we have with us here our friends who are going to be joining us. These are all graduates of project management, professional and PSM and so on. And they're here. Why don't you just shout a, a quick hello so that you can say hello to our friends on social media, those of you who are joining us here. How are you doing? Say quick hello. Hello. Hi hello. there. Hi there. You're looking forward to hearing Roy kill this topic, right? Break it apart? Yes. Absolutely. And for those of you who have been studying more, like some of our students are studying for the ACP, hey, you can join this as well. All right. Just to finalize, going down to the website, agileaficionado.com. I am just itching to hear Roy go in on this topic because it's one that is near and dear to my heart. Roy and I have trained so many organizations and we hate seeing them go astray into the bottomless pit of scaling, the scaling dreads and dregs, right, yeah, Roy? Millions of dollars to contractors to scale up and when you don't need to. Oh my goodness. And you know, Roy, you've saved a lot of companies that, that went down the dregs and the dreads of, of scaling and you're, you're now helping put some of them right after a lot of wrong has been done. Isn't that right? And sometimes they need to make some of those mistakes before they realize, maybe we don't need all this. Maybe we can reduce a little bit. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thanks, Roy, for coming on and letting people know what's coming down the pike. Looking forward to seeing you on Saturday. Looking forward to it.